the Missional Life Podcast, inspiring kingdom-minded believers around the world to live the mission of God in their lives. All right, welcome back to the Missional Life Broadcast. We are here at the NRB with Rick Eldridge and Pat Boone. Rick is president and CEO of RealWorks Studios, and that is a multifaceted film and video post-production company in Charlotte. Rick has worked with Disney, with Universal, with ESPN, and just just to name a few. (laughs) And Pat Boone is an American singer, composer, actor, writer, television personality, and the list goes on and on and on. He's been in a uh, jack of all trades, multiple multiple videos, and yeah, he doesn't really need too much of an introduction, but. Rick, Pat, welcome to the welcome. show. Good Thank to be you. with you. Good to be here. So you guys have worked on a, sh- a, a film recently that's going to be coming out. Tell us a little bit about this new film called The Mulligan. Well, we, uh, we started the film actually right before COVID. And uh, <laughs> you know, literally, literally two weeks before we were going to start shooting, uh, we got the uh, order from the governor of Georgia that we needed to disband. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, it was a, uh, almost a year later to the day that uh, we were finally able to make the movie and uh, we just finished about a month ago in the uh, principal photography piece of it. So we're in the edit phase right now. Uh, the film will release uh, sometime in 2022. 20, we're thinking a few weeks after the Masters, uh, mm-hmm. which will be later part of April. So uh, it's exciting. Oh, praise God. Amen. So the Mulligan, the Masters, it seems like it's a golf movie. Tell us a little bit more <laughs> about uh, kind of the, the story. And, and, and Pat, what, what part did you play? Tell us a little bit about that. I get to play, this is, took some real acting, to play an old man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm only 87, so of course for me to try to play an old man seems far-fetched. That's tough. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, uh, I play a retired pro who is widely respected already for having had a great career in golf. And I've become a mentor to younger golfers, particularly those who might have some uh, handicaps from emotional or temperamental problems in their lives and maybe even personal other problems and it's affecting their golf. So this young, arrogant businessman who's doing great in business, but he's going through divorce in his marriage and has no relationship at all with his son who he's neglected growing up because he was giving all his time to his business. And uh, he thinks he's a good golfer, and he could be, but, but he's hot-tempered and he's, um, he's just a little arrogant. And also he's an atheist, so I mean, you, we know this going in. And, and he blows his stack in the middle of a pro celebrity tournament. Tom Lehman, who is uh, currently out there on the tour, one of the best golfers out there. And he plays in, in the foursome with Lehman, and he's, Lehman is getting increasingly upset with this guy's addicts. So finally, when, he, when he's gone too far, Lehman stops him and says, listen, this is gonna be a line people will remember in the film. You're not good enough to get this mad. You, <laughs> you have no right to get mad because you're not good enough to, to play like you expect to play. Mm. And so you better go see, if you're ever going to play with us again, better go see the old pro, Will, Will Dunn is the, is the name of my character. Better go see him. Here's my card. Go see him uh, and, and let him get control of your temper. 
And so the guy reluctantly, because it's, he's been ordered to by this pro, and he does want to play with him some more, and he comes to see me. And so when I start as my character, I right away starting to want to know who he is and how he sees himself. And, and it sounds like a, some kind of a, a psychi psychiatric exam or something to him. And he bails out immediately and makes an excuse and leaves. While he's leaving, I said, look, when you decide to get serious, I'll be here. And of course, he does get serious after a while and come back to the old pro. And the pro starts to try to show him that uh, he's expecting too much of himself, for one thing. Mm. And, he, and when he makes mistakes, like losing his marriage and his relationship with his son, he needs a mulligan, which is in golf a start over or a do over, mm. a second chance. At the, at the shots that he's muffed. And, and so that's the theme of the film, is that, that we in life, and, and you uh, gradually you make the connection between golf and, and life, that, that we all make mistakes. In fact, I love that about the Bible, mm -hmm. that uh, unlike those who are trying to redo our history and erase all of our problems that we've faced in the past in American history, the Bible gives the story warts and all. I mean, there's no perfect people presented in the Bible except Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we get to see the faults and flaws and the needs for mulligans in the lives of people like Abraham, Moses, David, <laughs> Solomon, mm -hmm. on, on and on. Mm -hmm. And of course, Peter and Paul, the apostles, everybody makes mistakes and blows it sometime. Mm -hmm. and, and need unmerited favor, which is grace, and, and another word for it is mulligan. Needs a mulligan, a do-over, a chance to start, do it again. You missed it that time, go back and do it and see if you can do it right. And so that's, I think, I know all golfers are gonna love this film, and that's a few million people. But there's gonna be a lot of others who just enjoy golf to look at it and see the, they'll see the promotional trailers and things like that. Oh, this looks like a good entertaining film, which it is. but. It packs a real, a real message, mm -hmm. and I'm thrilled to be part of it. Wow, I love that, and it just the, the term mulligan, getting a second chance, and mm -hmm. you know, just because sometimes we just got off course. Yeah. And Pat, you said you were the the, the young age of 87, <laughs> uh, and you know you've been through a lot of, you've seen a lot. Oh uh, yeah. The the world has changed, mm -hmm. and you've been through, you know the music career you've been in movies you've 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 seen you know you've kind of been probably you know poor you've been rich you've probably seen it all yeah what would what would you say is what, what the biggest reason people need mulligans you've seen a lot you know when people get off course you know with wealth mm -hmm. or with drugs or in your course of your career what have been the biggest causes and the needs for mulligans that you've seen? Where do people get off course? I, I think it's ignorance. I don't mean that pejoratively. They just simply don't know. They don't know the Lord. They don't know his word. They don't know the manufacturer's handbook, which mm. God has given us, which is how you live a successful life. Yeah. And most people never even pick up a Bible. Unfortunately, the, the current polls show that le less than half of Americans go to church anymore or synagogue or pick up a Bible or, or pray even. So that means that we were one nation under God 
as we were created, you know, as we were founded in this country based on cr biblical principles, Declaration of Inst Institution, I mean the Constitution, Constitution itself. And, uh, and we, we've lost our way. And, and kids are growing up, their parents are not even taking them to church and they're not even teaching them anything about the Lord and they're not living Lord-like life. I mean, and so the kids can't be blamed for being wayward and, and lost and hopeless and, and, uh, and sometimes, you know, in many ways sinful. They're surrounded by every type of sin there is and it's celebrated and glamorized. And so it is truthfully ignorance of, of God and His Word. And, and actually the only way back to where we want to be and where we once were is to get back to God's Word and His will, which is for our good. We don't know that. Most people don't know it. They think it's just a set of rules and thou shalt nots. No, yes, there are some thou shalt nots. It's like don't go play in the traffic, kid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> True. That's, that's like a rule, uh, but, but it's for your good. And, and keep your hand off that hot burner. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah, God tries to warn us away from things that he knows are destructive. Absolutely. But he also tries to lead us into things that are productive. And, and if we don't know it, then we're just on our own. And, and too much of America now, we're not one nation under God. There are many of us still trying to make it that and to be that. But unfortunately, like half of America, including our political system and our schools and our social systems and the, net, the technology are all leading people astray. Mm. We're just getting further and further away from God. Wow. Ignorance, you know, and I, and again, I think that's that's well said because when people get off course, it's not mm -hmm. like they're desiring to wreck their lives. No, um, and they don't even know that they're you know moving down that path, and that's what causes them to you know, they get down far enough that wow, I need a reset. Mm -hmm. I need a mulligan. And even in Paul's case in the movie, I think if you asked Paul, he would tell you, "Well, I'm you know I'm I'm providing for my family. You know, I mean, we have a big house, we have nice mm -hmm. cars, we have." food on the table i'm trying to give my son a better life so he can go mm -hmm. to college i'm doing well He's doing all those things that yeah. needed to be done but it's not about those things uh, it's about things that matter most uh, which are much more important in in god's mm -hmm. eyes and even in the eyes the eyes of those that are closely around them and uh, so that's where paul gets his mulligan is uh, yeah. he gets a chance to to see those things and then make those things right Love that, I, and I love that. I think you've done some other movies before. I yep. think of the Ultimate Life, yep. and that's kind of a, another story of redemption. It and is. Uh, mm -hmm. that seems to be a theme that you like to work projects around. Is that well, I think every movie that I make has to have a redemptive story. You know, I, I don't want to leave somebody hanging, and I don't want to just. I mean, I want it to be entertaining. I want it to be fun. I want it to be a, a compelling story. But that redemptive value that has to happen in the arc of the character and taking them from point A to, to point Z or whatever it happens to be is really important and in, in that uh, there is purpose in, in, in the films that we, we do and the stories that we tell. Uh, I think that's very important. Is there something, you know, just in your own, in your own life that it kind of compelled you to, to kind of move towards that redemption? Oh, is it just is it simply, you know, 
Yeah, is that a push? Is there a push pull factor? Is there is there a pull factor that you're attracted to the redemption uh, narrative, or is there, are there any push factors towards that redemption? I think story? for me, uh, you know, I never really wanted to be known as a Christian movie maker. Mm. Uh, I, I don't mind being known as a Christian. I am, <laughs> mm -hmm. but uh, I want to tell stories that uh, that can affect people's lives at a wider, you know, a wider birth than just this, you know, segmented Christian market. So I don't make movies for Christians. I make movies that Christians will enjoy. Mm. But in order to tell stories that can, can, can affect the lives of people, uh, you know, the, I think that redemptive uh, throughput of a story is very, very important. Uh, you know, I purposely want to entertain. I want to tell films at a very high level, at a high quality, at a high caliber of production, uh, and, and win the right to be heard by telling a great story well. Uh, but along that way, I, I want to make sure that that redemptive message uh, is purposefully there. And uh, you know, it, 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 can, it can hopefully cause people to dig a little deeper. And you know, one of the most beautiful things about The Ultimate Gift is I get letters from around the world from people that uh, saw that movie, enjoyed that movie. Uh, James Gardner does a phenomenal job, great cast. Uh, but then they, they walk away from that and then begin to look at those 12 gifts that are represented in the movie and see where they've fallen short and contemplate those things. And, and I get letters from all over the world, even you know, 12 years later after that movie's been out, uh, of where it's affected their lives or, or caused them to change and look at things differently. And uh, you know, that's, that's why we do what we do. You know, it's, uh, uh, that's where the, the rubber meets the road. That's great, and I love the aspect in the fl film as well that just emphasizes the need for relationship mm -hmm. and mentoring, right. the right mentoring. Yeah. You know, they didn't say, the other golfers didn't tell, you know, the hotshot guy, just go get a self-help book. Yeah. <laughs> so we recommend this. Yeah, they said, exactly. no, go talk to this man. You yeah. need to talk to him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it really shows how relationship. Exactly. You know, learning from someone who is has wisdom yeah. to share, mm -hmm. you know, and knows the word that's so important. That's good. My character, the old pro, really does care for this young man. Mm -hmm. And the young man doesn't know how much, but he, mm -hmm. and he doesn't care for the old pro at first. But it, the old pro eventually convinces him, this guy really cares about me. Maybe mm -hmm. I should at least pay attention to what he's saying yeah. a, a climactic moment does come when I'm saying I'm dis discussing with him he says, it's not a matter of doing it's a matter of believing he says believing in what I said believing in God and he says you always bring up this God malarkey and Rick let me as the old pro stop him wait a minute I don't want to ever hear you use that word malarkey about God again mm -hmm. because he's my father and he wants to be yours and he, it, it hits him. I mean, in the film, it's a, he doesn't know how to react to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but it sinks in because, oh, father, father. He didn't have a good relationship with his father. And he says, God wants to be my father. And, and that, you know, that ought to make a difference to every human being. Mm -hmm. yeah. That God does want to be our Father, not just our God, as mm -hmm. we think of that word and that concept. He wants kids. He made us in His image like a good father. Mm -hmm. He wants to be our Father. And if we only understood that, that the prohibitions are for our good, 
the blessings are certainly for our good, and he knows the best way for us to live, and he knows what we can contribute in our lives. And it may not be what we're thinking. It may be something more than other than what we're thinking, but he knows what he's given us, the gifts he's given us. So it's, it, there's some profundity in the film. It's, it's not preaching as much as it is as seeing people live it. Wow, so powerful, so powerful. It's going to be a powerful film. Thank you. Yeah. Rick, when does this come out, and how can people find out more about you and the, fi- the upcoming Mulligan film? You could go to themulliganmovie.com or to the Mulligan Movie Facebook page. Uh, just spell it out as it is, The Mulligan Movie. Uh, we do updates every week. Uh, there'll be uh, you know, new clips that you can watch from the film as we're, we're working on it. We, we did a, a, a kind of a daily set visit where you can see us filming and hear people talking about their character and how they did what they did. So it's pretty entertaining. It's pretty fun to, to follow that. Uh, the movie will release right after the Masters next year. Masters will be in April, so it'll be later, second, third week of April. Uh, 2022. So we've got a ways ahead. Uh, The movie will be done uh, around September, October. We'll be doing some special screenings and all and ramping up the marketing and promotion. So uh, uh, it's uh, going to be an exciting year and an exciting time leading up to to the release in April. Exciting. Exciting. Well, thank you so much for your time. What an honor to have you, Pat, Rick. Thank you. God bless you guys and what you do. Amen. We'll receive that. Thank you. All right. Blessings to you guys. Okay. 